Opinions expressed on ACV Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Blind Shell 101, the first one of 2024. I like the new jazzy music that accompanies the, um, they're not responsible for what I might say. <laughs> A little message there in the front. I like that. So welcome to Blind Shell 101, and I hope everybody had a nice, peaceful, restful holiday season, and you're ready to jump into 2024. Um, so today we're we're going to have a guest, um, and uh, Cindy, I'll let you know. I bet I know who it is. In a minute, yeah. So uh-huh. just He's checking here. in with everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Um again today i came to work without a cane which is kind of crazy but it's manicure monday at camp bow wow so copper is going to get his nails done so i got a ride in to work today and i came in without a cane again so that's my story today come get here and our wi-fi wasn't working so i feel like i'm a little behind schedule but I will catch up. So everybody, um, we're going to have a guest today, but then after we talk with Andy, then um, there's something that I want to let everybody know. So if you're on talking points last week, you got to hear from Andy from accessible pharmacy, but we had a lot of questions, a lot of follow-up stuff. So thought we bring Andy back today for one Oh one. Um, Obviously, um, ask away all kinds of questions that you have about Accessible Pharmacy because they are an amazing company. They are um, filled with blind employees, so they know they don't just talk about uh, you know services for blind people. They actually employ blind people as well. And one of the founders is a blind person, so they basically they practice what they preach. So. That's a company that you can believe in. And I've kind of known them since their infancy and watched them grow up. And they are now, I'd say, pretty big dogs in the blindness uh, field and the blindness industry of uh, different companies that are out there. So, Cindy, we're going to welcome Andy in. Andy can introduce himself. Unmuted. And you also have several new people on the call. Okay. So just before Andy comes on, the reason that um, we're talking with Andy is because of our release of Script Talk, which is a way to be able to identify your medications and your prescriptions. So Andy's company is very familiar with Script Talk, and um, he can fill you in on all that. So we can bring Andy on. All right. Hey, Diane. Hey, Cindy. Hey. Hey. How are you guys? Happy New Year, everyone. So, um, Diane, first of all, thank you for that really warm introduction. I appreciate that. I was, I've was i never been called a big dog before. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it, you know. Um, but, but thank you. Cindy, should I get started? Or do you have more announcements to make? Or what do you suggest? I am just uh, renaming. I just wanted to let Diane know she has several new people. And you have a very crowded Zoom call today. All and right. I'm sorry, Andy, I don't take any prescriptions. Hey, right thank now. God. I, I hope we never have to work with you. But if we do, you call us. Oh, I intend to. <laughs> um, cool. So, Diane and Cindy, how long should I speak for? I'm going to be respectful. Yep, of so just, just jump right in and talk about accessible pharmacy and, and how actually accessible pharmacy has always been a part of Blind Shell because of the specialized help in being in be my eyes i'm having Mm -hmm. issues talking today but now they're even more apart because script talk so andy can jump in perfect perfect so i do recognize some of the names so some of you some of you are actually patients of ours um some of you are familiar with our story but uh for those of you who are not i'll uh i'll share our story um i think it's a cool story I, i love telling it um so I'll tell you a little bit about how we got started as a company, some of the things that make us unique, 
some of the things we're working on for 2024. And then um, I, I'd love to open up the floor to, to questions as well. Um, and, and Cindy and Diane, feel free to interrupt me if I'm going too fast, going too slow, or if you think uh, I, I can embellish some of the things that I'm explaining to be more helpful to everyone who's participating today. Okay. So um, I am actually in West Philadelphia right now. Um, for those of you who are familiar with Philly, um, I live right by University of Pennsylvania's campus. Um, our company is Accessible Pharmacy Services. We, for those of you who are not familiar, we're a home delivery pharmacy service and healthcare company. Uh, we specialize in patients who are blind and have low vision. Uh, we're the only provider of its kind in the world. And we're the largest blind-owned healthcare company in America. Um, and everything we do is about merging healthcare and accessibility and empowering patients who work with us to manage their medication, manage their diabetes, manage their overall healthcare uh, in a way that leads to greater independence, um, with less stress, and you know, ultimately helps people live healthier lives. Um, so uh, the background of our company is that we're, we're relatively new. We're, we're actually approaching our fourth year in business. Um, we, uh, the idea started about six or so years ago. Um, I was at the time I was running a healthcare marketing firm and we were developing accessibility strategies in general, technology strategies, communication strategies, marketing strategies, um, all for our clients. And our clients were healthcare systems, physician offices, pharmaceutical industry. And there was a guy I knew from little league, our kids used to play ball together, um, who was blind. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to that guy and I'm going to pick his brain a little bit. Maybe I can learn something you know, from him about his experience in the marketplace. And so I reached out to him. We got together for a cup of coffee. And I didn't know too much. I didn't really, I didn't really know too much about him. Um, his name's Alex. Uh, I knew Alex was a nice guy. Our kids were friendly. They played ball together. He lived near me in Philly and he's blind. That's all I knew about him. So uh, we got together for coffee and I got to hear Alex's story. Uh, he was diagnosed with retinitis pigmentosa as a teenager. Um, he went to college at UNLV in Las okay, Vegas. He wanted right. to be in the hospitality yeah. industry. But no and so Should he was at the time. Oh, Hello. Oops, someone just got off mute. Uh, yeah, just I got him. All right. Um, he, he was going to college at UNLV. He was going to school. He was working part time in the hotels and the casinos and the resorts started to learn the business. Upon graduation, he moved back to Philadelphia. Uh, he got a job as an assistant general manager at a, at a hotel in Center City, Philadelphia. But by the time he got to his mid-20s, uh, he had lost all of his usable eyesight and realized there weren't too many opportunities for blind hotel managers. And so he reinvented himself. He went back and got an MBA, and he ultimately earned a PhD from Drexel University in Philadelphia. And he wrote his doctoral dissertation on loosely on the consumer experience in America for, for blind consumers. And so here I'm thinking like, oh, we'll hang out with Alex. We'll talk about baseball. We'll talk about our kids. We'll have coffee. You know, maybe I'll learn something. You know, little did I know Alex is arguably the foremost expert in the world when it comes to understanding the consumer experience for consumers who are blind. And so this one-time cup of coffee became a pretty regular occurrence. And Alex and I became really close friends pretty quickly. And we would just brainstorm different ideas and then reconcile those ideas with his research. And uh, we, we got to a point when we really, he really helped me understand the challenges that exist in healthcare, the inaccessibility of healthcare. Um, we decided to write a business plan. Uh, the concept of the business plan was, wouldn't it be great if we built a healthcare system from the ground up that focused on making medication management, diabetes management, healthcare management, as accessible as possible to blind and low vision individuals. Now this was a pre-pandemic. This was like early 2019. So we were lucky. We, uh, we had some really nice relationships with uh, some people from the ACB in Pennsylvania who helped us coordinate focus groups. We got a lot of support from Kirk Adams, the former president of the AFB, who was incredibly generous with his time and introductions. Um, we hopped in our car from Philadelphia. We drove down to Baltimore and spent a day at the NFB headquarters and got feedback from a lot of people from their team about, you know, how to really, you know, 
if we're going to do this, how do we really make it have an impact? Um, we brought in a third business partner, Dr. Jason Barrett, who has his doctorate in pharmacy. And we got everything together and we launched our company in April 2020. Like the same week the pandemic started, we started our company. But we plowed forward and where we are today, we fast forward to today, we now operate in 29 states as well as Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. We have approximately 65 employees. 25% uh, of our staff are blind themselves. We employ a collection of college interns throughout the year. These are blind college students who want to pursue careers in healthcare or business. Um, and we're growing. And what's cool about our growth is, you know, we're, we're growing geographically. Uh, we move into new markets. We get licensed and approved in new states. But the exciting growth that we have is the growth that we get from our patients. Um, not only do our patients benefit from our services, but every time we work with a patient and solve a challenge for that patient, we now have a best practice. And that practice can be used to help other patients. So our patients benefit from our services, but also teach us how to better support individual individuals. In addition, our patients sort of serve as our almost like an extended market research arm. Um, on a regular basis, we get calls from patients letting us know about new technology, new apps, new educational resources, new organizations, new services that are being existed at different healthcare companies and businesses. Um, and so it's incredible. Like we're learning on a daily basis how to be more accessible, how to be more inclusive, how to be more supportive. We're also learning, it's interesting, while our core competency is really working with patients who are blind and have low vision, just because of the nature of our business model, um, there's no one who does what we do to work with patients, almost like on a one-on-one -on -one basis, like a concierge healthcare company. Um, we now also, we have a growing collection of patients who are deaf, a growing collection of patients who have cognitive and intellectual disabilities, individuals that have uh, a range of paralysis. Um, we work with refugees and asylum seekers. Um, and the common denominator with each of these populations is they each have their own barriers of, of access to healthcare. And what we do is on a one-on-one -on -one basis, work with these individuals to reduce those barriers and set that person up to live healthier, a healthier life. So what do we do? Um, we, uh, our main headquarters and distribution center for medication is in suburban Philadelphia in Bucks County. Uh, we deliver to people's homes on a daily basis or whenever your medic, you know, we, we, we ship every day, but we, you know, whenever your medication is due, it shows up on your front door, prescription medication, over-the-counter medication, vitamins, nutritional supplements, a full range of diabetes supplies and insulin, um, small accessible medical devices, guide dog and pet medication. What makes us unique is how we wrap accessibility around all of these deliverables. Um, everything that we do that makes it accessible, there's no charge for. Um, we get our money by from insurance companies. In certain states, we get reimbursed from different state government agencies. We get some support from the Center for Disease Control. Um, and so there's no financial burden for a patient to work with us. Um, it starts with a phone call. Uh, unlike a traditional model where you go to your doctor's office and they just send in a prescription, we need to talk to that doctor. We need to talk to you as a patient. We need to talk to everyone who's involved in your healthcare to get a better understanding of what, current, what medications are you currently taking, what vitamins and supplements are you taking, how are you currently managing your medication, what are the big challenges related to medication, what kind of ways do we need to support you and educate you and help you? Um, so we have that conversation on the phone. It takes about 10 minutes. We capture all that information and we go to work. It takes us about a day. We will contact your insurance company to confirm eligibility. We may reach out to some of your prescribers to get some feedback from them. We will have our pharmacists review all of the patient medication information. It's really important. We identify about 50% of the time, a patient who may be taking medication from, you know, that, that was prescribed to them by their cardiologist and they're taking eye drops from their ophthalmologist and they're taking, you know, they, they take medication from prescribed by their endocrinologist and their general practitioner. And on top of that, they take fish oil and they take multivitamins and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
quite often a combination of all these things together can cause unintended side effects and can cause, you know, prohibit the body's ability to absorb the medication and get the benefits from the medication. So our pharmacists will review all of that with your prescribers. Takes about a day, we'll call you back and assuming everything's good, we can get started. And the next time you're due for your medication, it just shows up on your front door. Now that conversation can happen a few ways. More often than not, it happens on the telephone. Uh, what Diane mentioned also, sometimes it happens on Be My Eyes. Um, in this specialized help section of Be My Eyes, you can find us and it can come directly to us and we can have that whole conversation. We also use Be My Eyes a lot of ways to support patients of ours who are blind in that we help people do home COVID testing. We help women who are blind do home pregnancy tests. We help people with tasks, identifying pills, understanding labels, reading instructions. Um, we train people on uh, medical devices, specifically diabetes products, continuous glucose monitoring systems, glucometers, et cetera. We help people measure liquids. Everything you can imagine on Be My Eyes, we can support people with. Uh, we also work with a growing collection of, of, of deaf patients using VRS, uh, ASL interpreters. Um, and so that's how we support patients. Um, we have a whole collection of accessible packaging. So we have everything from, and this, it's all free, we have traditional bottles, like small bottles with childproof lids. We also have large oversized bottles with pop-off lids for people that have arthritis or Parkinson's or just find it easier with a larger bottle to grip with a pop-off lid. We have pre-sorted disposable pill organizers. So rather than you getting all your meds and organizing them yourselves in, in a pill organizer, we have different size and shape ones that we can send to you pre-sorted with all your prescription meds, we can also include vitamins and supplements and over-the-counter meds. We have individual daily packets. So these are basically, for those of you who are familiar with Amazon's pill pack, uh, we have the exact same machine. It's essentially a two inch by two inch plastic baggie and we can mix all your medication in it. And it comes in a long perforated strip. So you just tear off that strip for that time of the day or day of the week, rip it, pop the pills in your mouth and you're good. Um, we're in the process now of developing medication packaging with, we're working with Temple University's Disability Studies Program to develop medication packaging for people with spinal cord injuries. So coming soon, it's a little bit harder than we expected, but we'll get there. Um, on top of all of our packaging, we have a whole collection of free accessible labeling. So this means we have traditional text labels and we can do it in about 200 languages now. Um, we have large font labels for those who would benefit from that. Uh, we have different color contrast backgrounds too. So we have black labels with large letters, white fonts, white labels with large black letter fonts. We have, uh, uh, Braille embossers that can em emboss, uh, the medication information in Braille. Uh, we have a collection of talking labels. So coming back to what Diane mentioned, we can stick script talk labels on any of our packaging. We can stick way tag, the way around labels on any of our packaging. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with what these uh, audio labels sound like, I will demonstrate one. So, and, and these uh, apps are already pre-built into the blind shell phone. Um, for, for those of you who have not tried it, uh, this is what it sounds like. Patient name. Jane Washington, medication, furosemide 40 milligrams. Instructions, take one tablet be mouth once daily. Quantity, 60, fill date, February 16, 2023. Expiration date, February 15, 2024. Refills remaining, 11. All right, you get the gist of it. Uh, and it reads through the entire instructions, all the details that are needed, and you can connect to a pharmacist uh, if you have any questions. So we could take that label, it's actually, it's a, it's a sticker. It has a microchip embedded in the sticker. Uh, Way around and Scriptag use slightly different technology, but they're, they're similar. What we're able to do is upload the medication information to the microchip and then place that sticker on any of the packaging. And so you can simply use your smartphone and, and scan the package and it'll read it out loud to you. And uh, as, once again, the, the blind shell already has this, this technology built into the phone. Um, we're actually, we're, we're working on some other labeling now, some of our own labeling solutions. 
specifically designed for the deafblind community that uh, it's coming soon. I'll keep everyone updated. So a few other things that we do. Um, one of the more exciting things that we launched uh, in the last two months was uh, we got a grant from the Center for Disease Control to have people who work for us who are blind teach diabetes classes and pre-diabetes classes virtually online. We have two cohorts going on right now. Um, and it's awesome. The, the CDC gave us a grant to train these two women um, and, and kick off the classes. So it's working so well. They currently have us focusing our efforts in Pennsylvania and Delaware. But this spring, we're going to be expanding it into uh, a few other states as well. So um, we'll keep everyone updated about that. Uh, if you go to our website, accessiblepharmacy.com, um, it'll have all the updated information there. It's a screen reader friendly website with large fonts for those who would benefit from that. So, um, oh, we're also, in addition to that, um, well, we're the only group who's partnered with the CDC to do this where blind individuals are actually leading the classes. So uh, we're pretty jazzed about that. We also have, we're kicking off a cohort in February with someone who works for us who uh, will be running the cohorts uh, in sign language as well. And uh, so similarly, we're very excited about that too. What else do we do? Um, and some of you may have participated in some of our educational programs. Uh, we run a series throughout the year of educational webinars. We usually bring experts in in the field to speak about how blindness intersects with a full range of healthcare topics. So we run a series of uh, an ongoing series of diabetes education programs with the University of Pennsylvania's Diabetes Education Center. Uh, everything about Diabetes 101, how insulin works, strategies. We did a specific standalone one focusing on continuous glucose monitors. Um, by the way, these are all archived on our website. Uh, we ran programs last year that focused on uh, breast cancer information for women who are blind. Um, with one of the coolest takeaways from that was uh, a radiation oncologist gave a meticulous explanation for a woman who was blind about how to do a self-exam. So we encourage everyone to take that and please share. It's a really important uh, message to share. It's only about five minutes. Uh, we've run programs that focused on blindness and glaucoma. Uh, we ran a really cool program last year with the Chicago Lighthouse that focused on eye drop administration and eye drop strategies. Um, it breaks down about 10 different ways to administer eye drops effectively. Uh, we ran a program, a, 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 a clinical trials webinar last year with the Foundation Fighting Blindness, um, the National Institute of Health. But really cool stuff, like really people who are actually in the know doing these things, sharing information. Um, the most successful, not about this, they were all successful. The one that had the biggest amount of attendance was we ran a uh, webinar that focused on blindness and mental health. Um, it was pretty cool. We had a few interesting speakers. We had our chief medical officer spoke about genomic testing and psychotropic drugs. We had the chairwoman from the ACB's uh, mental health committee, uh, Pam Shaw, speak about resources that are available for the blind community. Uh, we had someone from the 988 hotline, which the 988 hotline used to be the uh, suicide prevention hotline. But during the pandemic, the federal government expanded it to be applicable for anyone who's looking for just mental health support. And so it's a free number. You just simply dial 988 and you can be connected to a, uh, a social worker who can provide free mental health support. We had someone from a group at a Rutgers University called uh, Eye to Eye. Uh, Eye to Eye is a peer-to-peer -peer support group. Um, that's expanding, slowly expanding nationally. So, I, I, you know, obviously everyone here on the call is throughout the country. Um, it, the website's eye to eye.org, I think. Um, but it's really, if you actually, you can find that on our website on the webinar about the blindness and mental health. There's links to all the organizations. We ended up having 1,900 people attend that event, which uh, exceeded our expectations. Um, finally, we host the, uh, the Blind Health Network, the, the Blind Health Expo which uh, we had our second annual one this year. And it's an opportunity to learn from, uh, we've had over, both years, we had over, over 100 exhibitors, we've had thousands of attendees. Uh, it's a virtual event where you can learn from different groups and organizations that uh, provide services, products, and solutions to the blind community. Um, the ACB has exhibited multiple, like two years in a row. And the Diabetes, the diabetes Committee, Tom, uh, Tom Tobin, 
Diabetes in Action is what it's called, um, actually participated as well. So uh, we're really grateful for their support. And from what I understand, their, their virtual booths were pretty full um, both years. Uh, let's see a few other things. We've won a few awards, which has been pretty cool. Uh, we won the Federal Government's Award for Advancement and Accessibility. Um, and finally, it's something that's pretty cool. It's about it's old now. It's about two and a half years old, but it's still something that's pretty thrilling, which was um, we uh, the New York Times wrote a feature article about us, which is, uh, as I mentioned, like we love telling our story. Um, we all tell it a little differently, but it's all just because it's in our own voice. But hearing a New York Times level journalist tell our story back to us was uh, was pretty cool. And so that's what we do as a company. We're excited to be, you know, connected with the Blind Shell team. The Blind Shell phone is 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 incredible. Uh, Diane and Barry and the things that they do with the Blind Shell and how they support the blind community itself is incredible. Um, we're, we're grateful and excited to be a part of it. So that being said, uh, if anyone has any questions, you can find us on our website, accessiblepharmacy.com. <clears throat> You can find us through Blindshell. Uh, we're fun you can go to the Blindshell uh, USA website where there's information about us on there. Um, if anyone, uh, I'm going to open the floor to questions in a few minutes. If anyone has a question that they're uncomfortable sharing in a group setting like this because it's a personal health issue, or if you have an idea about something else, um, please feel free to reach out to me directly. My email is Andy A N D Y at accessiblepharmacy.com. Um, I'm not a healthcare provider, but if it's a health question, I'll share it with someone uh, who can help you. Uh, I'm really done talking now. Diane and Cindy, <laughs> thank you again for including me today. And uh, Sure. So, so Annie, just if you could just walk somebody through, they, they are at a, their doctor's appointment and their doctor says, well, I'm writing you a prescription for, you know, this um, blood pressure medicine. So what would be their first step? First step is before you go to the doctor, call us. Okay, because um, we'll we'll do all the work. We'll call your insurance company to confirm eligibility. Excuse <coughs> me. We'll reach out to that doctor and have a conversation with that doctor, um, and get everything all set up. So it starts with a phone call. Once we're all set up, then we're in the electronic health records, and the doctor can just send uh, medication information over to us with new prescriptions or adjusted prescriptions. So it starts with a phone call. Okay, so would the person give the doctor your phone number, your fax number? Like, oh, or good question. Yeah, yeah, I would argue give the doctor our phone number um, and give us a call, and we'll take care of everything. Like, we'll do all the work. Okay, and then I know you're not available in all states. Is there – can you run down the states where you're not available? Yeah, so, or Oh, good question. So we're like, right now we're, we're set up in 29 states as well as Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. <clears throat> the remaining states were in the process of trying to get licensed and approved. There's two parts of it. One is to get approved by the state pharmacy board to be able to deliver controlled substances across state lines into that state. And the second step is to get set up with uh, the Medicare Medicaid um, to be able to accept most of the insurances in the state. So it's a work, work in progress. We're hoping to 2024 be in all the remaining states as well. On our website, there's a tab that says service area, and all the states are listed there. Okay. All right. So if anybody has any questions for Andy, I know uh, the question that always seems to come up when we're talking about script talk is, can I get script talk labels on my Tylenol or my ibuprofen, uh, stuff like that? And if you go through Accessible Pharmacy, then yes, you can. Yes, and if you have a guide dog that's taking chronic medication, we can actually put script talk on your pet's medication as well, or your guide dog's medication. Mm -hmm. So, Cindy, do we have any questions for Andy since we have him here? Yes, you do. Okay, Stacy, go ahead and unmute. But before Stacy, you unmute. Let me, because I've noticed a couple of people coming and going, and you may not see the got it button. You're going to have to hit F6 and then a couple times and then tab over to OK. That's mm. if you don't have got it because Zoom is changing. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so I, I didn't have got it. Up. 
Yeah, oh, I just want to add something. Since this is like an ACB crew, uh, one of the women who works uh, with us, who was trained by the, C the Center for Disease Control, is very active in the ACB. Uh, Marianne Grignone. So for those of you who know Marianne, well, I know her. Yeah, yeah, Marianne's uh, one of our instructors. Well, she's one of our hosts. I don't know her personally. Yeah, yeah totally, totally. I know, I know she hosts some of these programs. Right. Um, okay, Miss Stacy, you are still muted. So go ahead and uh, mute. Oh, you're unmuted. Hey, Stacy. Stacy, come on, girl. I think I'm unmuted. Yes, yes I hear are. you. Uh, so uh, I, I wanted to ask, um, I don't think the insurance well care um, allows it, but if it did, um, uh, also I have um, some uh, drugs that are, well, they're basically, um, some drugs are for 90 days, but other drugs are like, like 10, um, 10 uh, one drug is 10, I get 10 only a month. Uh, okay. so that kind of stuff would affect this kind of thing, wouldn't it? If I wanted to ever go to accessible pharmacy. Yeah. So I'll, each of the things. First of all, I'm not sure about. We work with thousands of insurance policies, so the best way to find out if we work with your specific insurance is just call us, and uh, we'll do the research to confirm with you. As far as number of pills, uh, there's two variables. One is whatever your insurance company allows us to do or wants us to do, we can do. So for example, if your insurance company says, yes, you're allowed to ship them 90 days and you want it a 90 day shipment, we'll ship you 90 days. I mean, it's better for us. We're paying for the freight. So it's easier for us, better for us to ship you once every 90 days than every 30 days. The second variable is, uh, you know, uh, if you're changing your medication pretty regularly, um, it's probably better if we're going to be packaging it in a unique kind of packaging. It's probably better for us to ship you 30 days at a time. And we'll do that too. And it'll just show up automatically uh, for your meds, for your well, pills. Your 10, 10 a month. I mean, that's that's down to the nitty gritty. That's, that's 10 that's, a month. That's, that's easy. We can do 10 a month. Oh, you have no, no real requirements about that. No, not at all. We'll, we'll ship you one pill. I, I prefer not to. We'll be out of business if we're shipping one pill at a time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but if, if you're only taking 10 pills, that's what we'll ship you. I see. Okay, that was my last question. Yeah, but just, yeah, just give us a call. We'd love to work with you. Yep, and I have a special phone number for Blind Shell users. Oh, yeah, thank you, that. Diane. Good point. Let's see. Okay. So it's 877-750-1756. And that's a phone number for accessible pharmacy for blind shell users. So I can repeat that. Okay, it is 877 1756. Exactly. And it's all it's on the Blind Show USA website too, if you if you need to refer yep. to it later. Yep. So then as Stacy was saying that she's on a some prescription and that she only has to take 10 pills a month, then that's what they will do is they will send you the 10 a month and everything is through mail order. So it'll come right to your house. Exactly. Right, I Cindy, do we have any other questions here. for Andy? Yes, ma'am. Okay, Nancy Younger, go ahead. And you are muted. Hey, Hi there. Happy New Year to everyone. Hi there. Um, I, I have a Medicare supplement with Anthem Blue Cross. Medicare is a primary. Do you have a tier system? I uh, like tier three drugs. I like, I, I, you have deductibles. I have a $280 deductible. Plus, plus the nasty. Every, all my other pharmaceuticals are tier one. Do you use the tier system? And yeah, Nancy, to be frank know, with you, like I said, we deal with like thousands of policies. Um, I don't know personally off the top of my head. I'm not involved in that part of the business. But it's as simple as if you just call our, our the number that Diane just shared, someone should be able to hop on a phone with you. And there's a good likelihood they can give you the answer immediately. If not, we'll do the research and get back to you in a day and let you know. Okay, if I can save some money, I will. Thank you very much. Oh, I don't want to monopolize. Absolutely, we'd love to help you. Jordan, thank, thank you. you. 
So I know both Stacy and Nancy are California. Is that one of the states Ooh. you serve? Stacy and Nancy, I wish I were in California physically <laughs> right now because it's freezing here in Philadelphia, but also we are not set up uh, in California yet. Um, our goal is hopefully 2024. We will be licensed in California. Aww. Coming soon. <laughs> oh, Andy, did you get the snow I was telling you about? Uh, we got the, it was miserable outside. It was like raining and icy, but no snow. So we didn't get the benefit of the fun of the snow. We just yeah. got freezing cold, icy, rainy, miserable weather. Um, yeah, that's all we got too. But, we, but that being said, not to over complain, it, it only lasted a day and then it was, it was fine. It was cold the rest of the weekend and today, but it, it was fine. <laughs> okay, Cindy. Uh, okay, Rosanna, go ahead and unmute. There you go. Um, I, I assume you're probably not in Illinois yet. We are. You are? Yes, we are. We have a, we have a lot of patients in Illinois um, all throughout the state. We also, like I mentioned, we work very closely with the Chicago Lighthouse. Um, they've been very, their, their low vision optometry center in particular. Um, we've done a lot of educational programs with them and uh, they're awesome. So. I don't know if you have a yeah. connection to them, but uh, yes, we are licensed in Illinois. Okay. I might give you a call sometime. Oh, great. Thank you. Uh-oh. Yes, uh -oh. who? This is it really Carla and Sparky? <laughs> yes, it's Carla and Sparky, and I bet she's going to ask if Sparky can fill his prescription. <laughs> I guess Sparky, I guess you could do pets, too, as well. That's probably correct, right? Yeah, so here's the thing, what I would recommend with, with pet medication and guide dog medication. If you need a temporary remedy, like a, a flea and tick collar, a heartworm remedy, something like that, your best bet is to work with your existing veterinarian. Your veterinarian could diagnose that on the spot, determine the best fit for your animal. And quite often they have a lot of like coupons or actually free samples they can give you. Right, right. The best but fit if it's for us. Ongoing. Yeah, but if it's yeah exactly. Ongoing. Yeah, if you have like chronic medication needs, um, we can package. You know, exist. You know, we have a lot. We have a lot of guide dogs and pets that have diabetes, and okay. we package their insulin in accessible packaging and labeling, and send them the insulin. Yeah, Sparky's a senior citizen, and I want to keep him around as long as I can. Um, but the other question I had is, do you do? Um, you know, I'd understood from a previous call about accessible pharmacy that you do other products like um, aspirin. And um, I don't know if, if there's anything else that you do. Like, um, do you just do general products with labeling? And do you do like topical dermatological creams and things like oh, that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so what all products can you provide besides just the, you know, the prescriptions? All right. So there's everything in prescription medication, uh, any kind of over-the-counter medication you can think of. Um, we don't offer lotions for like, you know, like, you know, moisturizing lotions, but for health-related lotions, whether it be prescription lotions or stuff like that, we can provide. Um, we have uh, everything from A to Z vitamins. Um Quite often, nutritional supplements, um, prescription nutritional supplements, and over-the-counter nutritional supplements, um, small accessible medical devices, things like talking thermometers or talking blood pressure cuffs or talking scales, um, stuff like that, and everything related to diabetes. So, Andy, if somebody were to say they take a multivitamin every day and a fish oil and say maybe vitamin D, could you package those in like their daily dosage absolutely in fact I, I actually take i have so i have two daily packets i take my i take my medication in those individual daily packets i have one that where i have two prescription pills in it and i have one that has three vitamins two vitamins and a nutritional supplement in it and i just rip them open and pop them in my mouth <laughs> so on those labels those daily um packets would they have a script talk label on them we actually label they come in a dis, uh, disposable dispenser box and we and we we can put script talk on the box okay hmm. oh, Carl, does that I go, can, 
Yes, and, and the other thing I wanted to know is, are the labels recyclable and reusable? Because, well, I, I may need your services sometime, but I'm with um, CVS, and, you know, I use the Talking Rx, which is very similar. Mm-hmm. It actually uses the same technology. Yeah, so, yeah, and, I, and so I don't know if the, while well, we talked about there's not a relationship between, well, as far as the shell and them yet, right? And, but are these labels, half the time they forget to put the labels on, and I just take the label off the old bottle and put it on there, but can they be re-recorded, and should I save, like, um, it seems wasteful to just throw away these labels, and should I no, be I trying well, to recycle I, these labels and save them? Good question. A few things. Uh, first of all, CVS is doing some great stuff. They actually participated. They exhibited at our expo, our Blind Health Expo. Um, they're really cool people. Um, your point about them quite often shipping stuff out without the labels, we've heard that a lot in the past. Um, we don't do that ourselves, being that, don't forget, for them, servicing an individual who are blind or low vision is an exception, whereas for us, it's the rule. So uh, it's not something that we we forget about your question about recycling. Um, I don't think so. I imagine the way tag ones, maybe, I'm not sure. It's interesting. I remember last year we had a, a few people reach out to us about like, do you have environmental friendly, environmentally friendly packaging? Uh, someone else asked us if we only bought American-made medications. Someone else asked us if we had a union shop uh, at our facility. And what's interesting is That's that- amazing. There are pharmacies out there that emphasize unions. There are pharmacies out there that only buy American-made products. There are pharmacies out there that emphasize environmentally friendly packaging. Um, we obviously try to be supportive for labor, American-made products, and environmentally friendly packaging, but we lead with accessibility. Our goal is to be the most accessible pharmacy, not necessarily to be the most environmentally friendly pharmacy, for example. Um it was a long-winded answer to a simple question, but I don't know. I can check into it. I don't know if the script talk labels can be recycled and reprogrammed. I think what you said is right. You could take the sticker off and put it in another package, but you don't need to do that with us. We'll, we'll, we, we've never had a problem. We forgot to put a sticker on it. And Andy, can somebody have, say, a script talk label on their medicine and a braille label? As a matter of fact, they can. Um, yeah, what's interesting is, yes, we can combine labeling. We also do a lot of labeling of family members' medication. So, for example, just for argument's sake, if you're a Braille reader, we anyone who gets medication in the household, we can label all their meds in Braille as well. That way, whoever opens up the medicine cabinet can identify everyone's meds, not just theirs. And you would also put a, a print label on there if they're living with sighted people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting. We're required by law to put the print medication label on there anyway. So even okay. if you're getting something in Braille and you're completely blind, um, we still legally have to put that text label on there. Um, so yes, it would, it would always appear on there. Okay. Cindy? All right. Brad, do you have anybody in Clubhouse? Okay. Not at this time. Okay. All right, kid. And let's see. Right now we don't oh we don't have anybody, but I bet you somebody raises their hand. Now that I just said <laughs> I have a question for everyone because I'm trying to learn something. Has anyone here on the call used the new Be My Eyes artificial intelligence? And if oh, yeah. so, have you any of you used it for anything healthcare related? All right, well, that being said, for those of you who haven't tried it, it's amazing. It's like science fiction. Um, it's It automatically was added to Be My Eyes. Uh, it's called Be My AI. And it was a joint initiative between Be My Eyes, uh, OpenAI, and Microsoft. And it's actually the most incredibly robust um, artificial intelligence tool. You can actually take a, a, a photograph with it and with meticulous detail, it can explain what's in front of you more than any of the other solutions that we've tested out in the past. Um, we were involved in the beta test to try to figure out ways that it could be used for healthcare. Um, we're still not completely comfortable recommending it for a lot of facets of healthcare, but 
Um, it's very new technology. It's so incredibly cool. Um, for those of you who don't have Be My Eyes, or if you haven't used it on the blind shell phone, it's there. So try it out and play with it. It'll make your head spin. It's unbelievable. So Andy, you Tell little stinker. Um, so Be My AI is not available on the blind shell Be My Eyes. Yes. However, however, you made me into my announcement that starting tomorrow, we will have Be My AI on Blind Shell. Oh, I was going to say, I knew it's coming up. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. <laughs> so everyone, tomorrow morning when you wake up, refresh your phone and, and jump in. Yep. So you'll get, um, you should get a notification that there's an update to Be My Eye. So just go in, even if you don't get um, the notification, just go into your phone, go into applications, go to your app catalog, go down. Um, when, when you hit on app catalog, you'll hear browse. So just use the lower bar, go down to updates, hit okay on that. Go down to update all packages, hit okay on that. And then there should be a couple of apps that are being updated. One of which is be my eyes. You'll hit okay on that. And then, um, It'll download the update, install it, and then when you go into your Be My Eyes, it will be there um, under all the headings. You'll see home, community, Be My AI, settings, stuff like that. You go through those steps a little more slowly. I'm trying to write them down. Sure. So if you go into your applications, then you click on App Catalog. So the first thing you always hear when you click on app catalog is browse, but you're going to use the lower bar to go down to updates. You'll hit okay on updates, go down to um, update all packages, hit okay on that. And then it will download, install, put everything in the right folder. And then you can, when it's done, you can back out of that then go into your Be My Eyes and it will be there. So let me show you on mine. I can't believe Andy just segued right into that. <laughs> that wasn't even planned. Sorry to steal your thunder if that was a big announcement that you were going to make. That's okay. Okay. So I'm going to go into my Be My Eyes. Media, books, games. And you guys are the first to know, by the way. So. We just found eyes. out today. Be my eyes. Be my AI. So I hope you guys can hear my phone. Take picture. So it's going to say take picture. You would hit OK on that. Take picture. I don't know what I'm taking a picture of. <laughs> it we'll takes find about out. 15 seconds to process. Yep. You're going to hear some boopity boopity boops. And then when that stops, you're going to hit the top bar and it's going to tell you what the picture is of. The picture shows a laptop keyboard in a portion of the screen. The screen is not clear due to a reflection, but there are some visible tabs open in a web browser. The tabs are labeled wireless service, blindshellusa.com and bard at blindshellusa.com. The keyboard is in focus and the keys are visible with white letters on dark keys. The ESC key is on the top left, and to its right are the F1, 2, F6 keys with icons for various functions like volume and brightness. The main section of the keyboard shows the number of keys, 1, 2, 5, and the first two rows of the QWERTY layout. There is a track point nub between the G, H, and B keys. So I know that wasn't exciting, but that was just a, <laughs> a quick picture of my... Uh, laptop. So then if I wanted to, I'm going to use the lower bar to go down. Take picture. I could take another picture. Ask more. Or I can ask more. So I'm going to hit OK on that. Ask more. And then I'm going to go down the lower bar. AI, the call of all add picture. Edit text. To edit reply. text. I'm going to hit OK. Reply. Keyboard show. Reply. So at this point, I could type a question or I can dictate. So I'll ask, um, what color is the laptop? 
What color is the laptop? I'll hit OK. Keyboard hidden. So now I'm going to go up. It's going to take a little getting used to, but Add it's picture. perfectly Call of all easy, my AI. Um, workable. The picture shows the laptop keyboard in a portion of the screen. Actually, let me go the down screen here. Is not call of all Add picture. Edit text. So I'm getting what used to this too. Okay. Send message. There I go. Down to send message. Send message. Okay, so now I go up to get my answer. Edit text. Reply. Add picture. Call a volunteer. I think. Be my AI. Your message. There we go. What color is the laptop? Okay, so what then I'm going to go down. Be my AI. The laptop is black. The laptop is black. So I don't know why it's repeating it twice. I'm sure it's something that I did wrong because I'm still getting used to the app itself. But that is it. So you can take pictures of whatever you want, have it describe it, and ask follow-up questions. Well, Miss Diane, two things. First, it's 10 off. And okay. second, you have two hands up. And we have, we'll go to David for David, since he's okay, so not, we'll hasn't see, asked um, Diane, we'll can you hear for, me? Yeah. yeah. Hi, David. How are you? What were you going to You started to say something. I cut you off. I just I, wanted to uh, see if we had questions for Andy. If not, we could let him go or he can hang out here if he likes. Um, My question was to you. Okay, so let's see. Um, Cindy, do you want to see? hold on, David? We'll see if the other okay. question is for Andy. Sure, if not, we'll no come problem. Back to you. Not a problem. Okay, it's Stacy, Miss hey, California. Stacey. So, Stacy, right. is your question for Andy or for just a general blind shelf? Yes. It's okay. Yes, what, Andy or blind shelf? Hmm. Okay, uh, can you hear me now? Okay, um, what I um, wanted to ask is um, if you um, update something um, and it's already in your favorites, does it update it there too? Okay, well, we're going to get back to that. I just wanted to see if your question was for Andy. So, um, Andy, I think that the questions are general blind show questions, so you can hey, hang you have out one more us. if you want to wait. Okay. And I have a question about 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 uh, be my eyes because I tried to also um, I tried to open my account and I couldn't. Um, okay, but Stacy, we got to check <clears throat> to see who this other questions for. We don't want to hold Andy up if he's. If, oh, yeah, I see um, Adrian has a question. If it's uh, yes, Adrian also has one. Let's see if who okay, this so, for. Go ahead, Adrian, you're up. Come on, hey, Adrian. Adrian. You, you know what to do. Yeah, you're still on mute, though. Yes. If you're on your computer and you didn't hear, got it, hit F6 and go to OK. Please Can you hear me? Yeah. There we are. Lord have mercy. I forgot all my shortcuts. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say all M meant to hit all A. But anyway, quick question for the accessible. Are y'all available in Indiana? Yes. Okay. And also, do y'all do y'all do the script talk for like eye drops? For eye drops? Absolutely. Absolutely. All sucky sucky. Yeah, that'll work. All right. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Adrian. All right. Let me give out that number again. And then we'll get back to those other questions. Um, 877-750-1756. So give them a call and uh, get your eye drops labeled. <laughs> All right. So Andy, I guess I can bid you farewell or you can hang out. All we're, right, not, well, we're not putting you off. That's all right. Hey, Diane and Cindy, thanks again for including me. And thank you, everyone else. Um, once again, if you have a question and you weren't comfortable sharing it here, I'm Andy at AccessiblePharmacy.com. Uh, check out our website. If you're interested, just give us a call. We'd love to work with you all. So thank you again, everyone. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Okay. All right. We'll go back go to David since he was first. Okay, I, David, go ahead. Right. I have two very quick questions. They both relate to notifications. The first being, are they stored anywhere on the phone 
like your threads for, you know, your, your messaging, texting threads where you can go look at them. And two, I've noticed on several occasions that mm -hmm. the phone will tell me you have two or three or whatever. It's usually, it's a number more than one notifications. I'll go and get them. And there's always one less than what it is. And I don't know if that's because the phone, I, I didn't think I had turned it on, is letting me know that maybe I've sent a notification and it's been cleared. I just found that odd. I don't know exactly what's going on there, and I may not be explaining it well. So the only things that are kept are, like you said, the text messaging conversations. So you can find those in, under messages Replications, under conversations. Right. Yeah. As far as the notifications go, I I don't know why it does that. It does that for my phone too. And it may be including the delete all as part of the the list. Like if you if it says you have three, but you really go in there and there's only two, but then you can go down to the delete all. No. But uh, he also wait. I've never seen the delete all. I'll have to look at that I, next time. I don't time. think it, it's it just deletes unimportant ones or if you've already if you've already it lets you know missed calls and things like that and then then Yeah, if there's a missed call, if there's um your battery charged it'll tell you. you didn't do anything with or if there's say an app that was updated and you didn't do anything with that, that may still count as a notification. All right, thank you. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just go away. Okay, Stacy. So you were saying a question about updating your. Uh, yeah, I wondered about if if you got stuff in your in your in your favorites, does it automatically update too, or do you have to get rid of the favorite application to update the uh, original? No, it should. It, once it updates the app, then the app that saved your favorites will be the updated app. It will be the updated app too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Because yep. I was I was worried that I would have to take it out of my favorites and. Nope. No. Nope. You yeah. should be good, but make sure you update it tomorrow. Okay, and uh, the problem is I couldn't even make an account. Um, because uh, I'm being my eyes because um, I was trying to do that. Finally, I decided to try it. And uh, it, it said, well, I was trying to use my email, but my email, I can't see um, links. So uh, right now I can't anyway see links to it. And it's a complicated story, but I can't, I can't see uh, uh, <laughs> And so on. So to confirm, so you are you saying you can't confirm your email? Yes, I can't confirm my email to be my eyes, and yet I see them. I see all of them. Uh, you know, so what do I do? Should I call them? Is there a number I can call them and tell them that yes, they they I can see their emails. So if you send an email to support at bemyeyes.com and let them know that you are unable to confirm email, but you want to confirm your Be My Eyes, they will do it for you. Okay. Support at Be My Eyes. Yep. Support at bemyeyes.com. Dot com. Okay. Or, okay. Or they don't have a phone number I can reach them at or? You know, I... I don't have a phone number. I don't know if anybody else has a phone number for Be My Eyes and they want to quick I share it. I send with a us. text message. That would be the easiest way to do it. I couldn't send them a text message. I doubt that uh, any phone number that we would have would be a mobile phone. It would probably be an office phone. So you would either have to call them directly or send that email. Okay. I was wondering if they had an office phone I could just call them at, you know, the easiest way to do it. But They probably would prefer an email so that they would have your exact email there and then they can just do what they need to do as far as confirming you. Uh-huh. Okay. So just send them an email. I'll try to do that from okay. my Braille sense, but 
I don't know. It's been it's been it's been weird. Like it it'll say invalid email address if I try to say, say send Dominica at blindshell.com, it'll say invalid email address. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I'm not kidding. I, I'm not kidding you. Yeah. I no, had to get I'm my sorry, sister. Not. I had to get my sister to send you guys an email. Okay. Well, try this support at bemyeyes.com. Okay. I will try to do that. Okay. All right. Yep. Sorry, Diane. Okay. Bye. Bye.